0: The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn... to understand. Thank God we don't have such people in this church. Praise God. I said we don't have such people in this church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. I don't know about you but we don't have such people in this church. Glory be to God. This is a blessed church. Oh I'm excited. This is a blessed church. Because we have quick understanding. Those who are so they. Find slow to hear the word. They are slow to apply the word. They are slow to pray. They are slow to tithe. They are slow to walk in faith. They, they create, you see, when you are trying to go fast and you have children and they are slowing you down, die. What, what happens? You are delayed. I helped. When I was coming, when I was coming to church, I asked God, What is your present for them? So God gave me a present for you. (laughs) God gave me a present for you. And do you know what the present is? He said to me to tell you that you are going to walk in the blessing of Abraham. (laughs) Receive it. It's only those who are receiving it who work in it. He said for me to tell you that you are going to walk in the blessings of Abraham. So no eye have seen. No ear have heard. God has his stuff. And then also, I heard the Lord said to me to say to you that before the end of this year, there will be nobody in this church who is a tenant. Amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There will not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, prayer team, every time you hear a prophetic word, write it down and we'll wage warfare with it. Amen. I heard the Lord clearly. He said, You're going to walk in the blessing of Abraham. Amen. Number two is that he said by the end of this year, it doesn't matter where your state now <laughs> if only you can believe. I said, if only you can believe. He said, it doesn't matter where you are now. You might be a tenant. You might not even have one P in your bank account now. But he said, by the end of this year, there will not be a single tenant in this church. <laughs> That's what the Lord said to me to tell you. Amen? Somebody is saying, How can this be possible? Like Mary. He said, The Holy Spirit will overshadow you. And this holy thing shall be conceived. You see, people ask you, How did it happen? By the end of this year, 2017, there will not be a single tenant in this church. Amen. You will all have your houses yes. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Did you receive it? Yes. Receive it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have entered into a new season in this church. You know how many testimonies of properties have we heard this week? Many. 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 Now you see when people come and share testimonies they don't tell you the details. You know, but the details are very, I know we don't have the time so they are not able to share the details yeah. with you. But what they go through before we see the full manifestations of their testimonies are just the hand of God you just know that this is God who did it amen? amen and so with time I'll be sharing some of these testimonies with you in details and I'm sure uh, those who the Lord has done these powerful testimonies for don't mind because yes before you have the testimony you have to go through some shame you have to go through some test after we go through the test, it's no longer a test. It becomes a testimony, And the glory goes to God. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. Well, are you ready for the word? Yes. I needed to finish this message today. That's why we have to break into our pure praise. Because God said to me, this message shouldn't go over. I don't know why. It's like, He is ushering us into a new season. So I needed to finish this today so we can see the new season. Amen. So as you are aware, we've been looking at a series on understanding the language of faith. And how many of you are really getting blessed so far? Those who are not coming to Thursday service, they are missing out on I'm telling you. (laughs) All right. Turn with me in your Bible 17. I read. It says, as it is written... I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm concluding the series I've been doing titled Understanding the Language of Faith and this is part four. Understanding the language of faith. And this is part four. We have stated that in every kingdom, there is a language. And the purpose of the language is not for communication, but for creation. The purpose of the language Is not for communication, but what? For creation. Genesis chapter one, verse one. The Bible says, in the beginning, God spoke. And when he spoke, what he spoke became creative. In the beginning, God created. God did not communicate. He created. So the ultimate purpose of this language is not for communication, but for creation. So that means everything you say is creating something. So we really need to understand the language of this kingdom. The language in this kingdom is not for communication. Please write it down. Is not for communication, but for what? For creation. That's why the Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18 21. Death and life are where? in the power of the tongue. Now, why will death and life be in the power of the tongue? Because the tongue is for creation, not for communication. So God created the heavens and the earth by speaking. Genesis chapter one, verse three, God said. Genesis chapter one, verse four, God saw. God said, verse one, chapter one, verse three, God saw what he said in verse four. So every time you speak, you are creating something. Every time you speak, you are creating something. And it's important for us to understand how this language op- operates in the kingdom. Because you will have what you say, Mark eleven 23. You will have whatsoever you say. You will have whatsoever you say. That's why you have to be careful what you say. So, Romans chapter 4 verse 17, the Bible says that God calleth those things which be not as though they were. Now, that word, calleth, means God summons. God summons. God summons. And if God summons, it means we also have the power to summon. Are you following what I'm saying? If God summons, we also have the power to what? Summon. To summon. What does he mean to summon something? To summon something is to call something into existence. is to order something into a location, whether that thing likes it or not. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. I want you to follow me tonight because we are ending this tonight and everything you call tonight, you will see it. (laughs) I said, everything you call tonight, you will see it. Are you ready to see it? Everything you call tonight, I said, you will see it in the name of Jesus. So Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2, it says that, and it shall come to pass in the last days, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established where upon the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. It's talking about the church. Verse three. Look at verse three, very key. It says, and many people shall go and say, come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, To the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us his ways. And we will walk in his path. Now notice this, this is key. It says, for out of Zion shall proceed what? The The law. Zion represents the church. So every time we come into the church, we have come to a place of the law. It says, "For out of Zion shall proceed what yes. the law." So that means when you come to Zion, when you come to the house of the Lord, you have to open your mouth and decree some laws. Amen. And decreeing a law simply means to summon. Yes. You call those things with "be not as though they were," and because you are in the place of lawmaking. Because you are in a place of authority, everything you summon will come. Amen. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes. Everything you summon, because it says, For out of Zion shall proceed the law. And when the law goes out, it has to accomplish whatsoever it has been sent for. Are you following what I'm saying? So when we come into the house of God, we've come to a place of law making. So when it's time for prayer, it's not actually a time of prayer. It's a time of making laws. Making laws concerning your life. Making laws concerning your family. Making laws concerning your, your, your situation. You have to learn to open your mouth to make a law. They have made another law out there. Remember the world, The devil doesn't want you to have. Or to eat the good of the land. But when you come into Zion. The place of authority. The house of God. You also make a new law. To counteract the laws that were made by the world. And God, guess what? The law of God is higher and superior to any other law. So, Romans 4, 17 says that God calleth those things which be not as do they were. And hear me, everything you will ever need. Everything. Everything you will ever need in your entire lifetime was provided before you showed up. Is this waiting on on you for delivery? That's why Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, it says that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. How do you pull it from heavenly places into earthly realms? Galatians chapter 3 verse 14, verse 13 and 14. It says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law be made a curse for us for it is written curse is anyone that is hung on the tree verse 14 so that the blessing of Abraham will come on the Gentiles through faith Amen. through faith and look at how we receive all the blessings in heavenly places look at how we receive it says that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith, through faith. so you need faith as a vessel to receive all the blessings in heavenly places amen. and so therefore I decree tonight the release of all your spiritual blessings in heavenly places amen. let me hear living, amen are you not excited to receive? I decree the release of all, of all your spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Listen, your understanding is the foundation for this teaching. If your understanding comes alive, you'll have everything. Once your understanding comes alive, you'll have everything. That's why Isaiah chapter 11, Isaiah chapter 11, from verse 1 to 3, it says that, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and the branch shall grow forth out of his root. It says, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding. And understanding the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, verse three, and he shall make him of quick understanding. So you understand it's important. You have to have a quick understanding. You've heard me preach and time and time again that the most difficult people in the church are those who are slow to understand those who fight in any church are those who are slow to understand. Thank God we don't have such people in this church. Praise God. I said we don't have such people in this church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but we don't have such people in this church. Glory be to God. This is a blessed church. Oh, I'm excited. This is a blessed church because we have quick understanding those who are slow, they fight everyone. They are slow to hear the word. They are slow to apply the word. They are slow to pray. They are slow to tithe. They are slow to walk in faith. They, they create, you see, when you are trying to go fast and you have children and they are slowing you down, what, what happens? You are delayed. You are delayed. And those who create problems in most churches are those who are slow. To understand one of the spirits of God is to have a quick understanding Amen. and those who are ahead in life are those who have quick understanding and I pray for you today that from today God will give you quick understanding I said that you'll have a quick understanding in the name of Jesus. Mark eleven twenty three 23 and 24, the Bible says, for verily I say unto you, that, wh- that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So, speaking, the language of faith is not for communication but for creation. Say amen to that. The language of faith is not for communication, but for what? Creation. Do you want some things created? Would you like some heaven on earth? So you have the ability to create the things you want. Most of the time, we focus on the mountain. But like I've always said, between where you are and where you want to go, there is a mountain. You must not focus on the mountain. You must focus on where you are going. So you must speak to that mountain, be gone. Move out of my view. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, how many of you have some favorite TV shows? I'm sure all of you does. Now, when you're watching your favorite TV show and you don't have a recorder to record that show and maybe your husband and most of the time, or or let me, okay, okay, maybe your husband, your husband whom you love so much stands in front of the TV. What do you do? What do you do? Yeah, move. I don't want to watch you. I want to watch what's on the TV. Now, what happened? Your husband has become a mountain. Now, you want to see what's on the TV. You don't want to see him because you've seen enough of him, praise God. Now, it goes vice versa, either husband or wife. Now, you've seen enough of them. What you want to see is what's on the TV. Now, between you and where you want to get to, there is a mountain. You don't want to see the mountain. The mountain obstructs your view from seeing the reality of your destiny. So what you do is the same way you tell your husband or your wife, please move so I can watch this thing. You have to speak to that mountain. Be thou cast into the sea so I can see my destiny clearly. Clearly. So Jesus said, you will have whatsoever you say. Verse 24, I said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire. Anybody have a desire here? He said, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And you shall have them. I said, and you shall have them. So from today, you will have whatsoever you desire. So quickly, let's look at some of our desire. Number one, if you need healing, this is what you say. Isaiah chapter 53 from verse five. Isaiah chapter 53, verse five. It says, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisements of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Matthew chapter 8 verse 16, it says, When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirit with his word, and healed all that were sick. Verse 17, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself took our infirmities, and bear our sicknesses so if you need healing you don't speak the sickness you speak a scripture in line with what Jesus did for you 2000 years ago are you following what I'm saying so if you need healing you take it because you have a blood bought right to take your healing so therefore receive your healing I said, receive your healing. Amen. Every generational sickness is destroyed today. Amen. I said, every generational, he- today. every generational sickness is destroyed today. Every generational sickness is destroyed today. Cancer is destroyed today. Amen. Leukemia is destroyed today. Ble- brain tumor is destroyed today. Amen diabetes is destroyed today high blood pressure is destroyed today any heart pain, any heart diseases they are destroyed today any sickness, any arthritis, any pain in the bone any pain in the body, they are destroyed today in the name of Jesus If you need favor, number two, Psalm 5 verse 12. Remember, you have to understand the language. And this language is for creativity. So if you need healing, you don't say, oh, I'm sick. No, you don't say that. So if you need favor, number two, what do you do? Psalm 5 verse 12. It says, for thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. Say amen to that. Thou, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor without compassion as with a shield say amen to that so that means as the chosen of the Lord you are always surrounded with favor you turn left favor you turn right favor you turn back favor you turn forward favor everywhere you turn is favor because God surrounds the righteous with what? With what? With favor. And what is favor? Favor simply is defined as when God takes you from the back and puts you at the front. Not based on your beauty or your qualification. Number three, if you need promotion, what do you say? Do some people need promotion in this church? Hallelujah. If you need promotion, Psalm 75, verse 6 and 7, it says, For promotion cometh not, cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But God is the judge. Amen. He put her down one and he set her up another. Hallelujah. So if you need promotion and God is your father, you say, Father, in your word, you said you put down one and you set up another and because I am your favorite son or favorite daughter you don't want me to be down there, you want me to be up and because promotion doesn't come from the east nor the west nor the south, that means my promotion will not come from my line manager my promotion will not come from my team manager My team manager might be trying to suppress me. My my manager might be trying to suppress me. But because my promotion comes from the Lord, God will remove them and God will put me above them. Say a good amen to that. Potiphar used to be Joseph's boss. But when God stepped into his case, Joseph became the Number two, a primary start, an ordering Potiphar about God is good. I said, God is good. Your long awaited promotion is coming now. Amen. I said, Your long awaited promotion is coming now. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. it's getting good. Yes. Number four, if you need a house. Anybody need houses? Houses, houses. Anybody need houses? houses. I can't hear you. Anybody need houses? houses? If you need a house. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. Listen to what God said. He said, and it shall come and it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which is swore unto thy fathers to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give thee great and goodly cities. Mm, 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 mm. To give thee great and goodly cities. We are coming into the dimension of cities. Hallelujah. God will give you not only houses, but he'll give you cities. I said, he'll give you cities. And not only that, God will give you islands. I said, God will give you islands. This church will have many cities. Solution will have many cities. When you are are flying in the air, you see it. Big solution city yes. in every major country will have cities. That's right. That's right. That's right. Did you know David had cities? Did you know David had a city? Yes. Yeah, now if David had a city and Christ is in me, Amen. the greater one lives in me, Amen. then guess what? I have a bloodbath right to have more cities than David therefore I decree that before the end of this year your city is coming I said your city is coming he said and goodly cities which thou buildest not that means somebody will build it and hand over the paperwork to you some of us some people are building our cities now In the name of Jesus. Look at verse 11. It says, and houses full of what? Good things. Say amen to that. Houses full of what? Good things. Houses full of what? Good things. Houses full of what? Good things. things. Listen, God didn't say one house. So don't settle at one house. Don't settle at two houses. God said, houses there are some of you in this church you wouldn't know the number of your houses (laughs) are you saying amen to that you will not know the number of the houses you have God will give you houses I don't know who is right now inheriting or sitting in your house who is Squattering on your house in the name of Jesus, as we are in the house of laws, I decree right now they are evicted. I decree their eviction right now. I decree their eviction right now in the name of Jesus. Receive your houses. I said, receive your houses. I said, receive your houses. I said, receive your houses in the name of Jesus. It says, and houses full of good things, which thou fieldest not. <laughs> Do buy all the best things and put it in there for you. Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, it, was it Haman or Naman? Haman. Haman, who thought he dug gallows, thinking Mordecai was going to be. And then when the king asked, "Who, if somebody does something for the king, who deserves to be honored? How should we honor the person?" And the Haman thought he was the one, so he said, uh, "The king will prepare his best chariots." he'll call his honest people and he he named all the good things thinking he was the one hallelujah I said hallelujah your enemies are putting some good things into your houses for you receive it receive them receive them in the name of Jesus right now I can see them they are traveling around the world ordering the best things into the house thinking it's their house in the next 17 days somebody is receiving property documents in this church In the next 17 days, somebody is receiving property documents in this church. I decree it in the name of Jesus. I told you just last week, some people, some big, big people, they called, they were looking for me. Some big people. And then, I was not there. And then, we thought they would not call back. Yesterday, was it, yesterday? it was yesterday? Yesterday, they called again. They said, we are in Germany. But, we have been looking for you. We have been looking for you. We have been... We <laughs> they said we have been looking for you they, they called first here they couldn't get hold of me they traveled to Germany and they called me all the way from Germany wow. are you ready Hallelujah. I said are you ready Amen. in the next 17 days your property is coming The documents, your houses are coming in the name of Jesus. God says, and houses full of good things, which thou filledest not. And wells digged, which thou diggest not. vineyards and olive trees, which thou planted not. When thou shalt have eaten and be full. Verse 12 is key. Verse 12 is key it says then beware lest thou forget the lord which brought thee forth out of the land of egypt from the house of bondage god is saying forget me not forget those who forget yeah. those who forget are ungrateful people <laughs> after god gives you all the houses that you, uh, who wins which god wins which god. God said, after you have done all this for you, beware lest you forget the Lord who brought you from out of the land of Egypt for the house of bondage. Why? Because ungrateful people shall never prosper. People who are ungrateful, take their life, they are struggling. Please understand the power of appreciation. Never forget anything God does for you. Never, never forget. Never forget. Never forget. Those who forget cannot have access to more. It's like those when you give them 500 and they vanish. Now, God is talking about cities. God is talking about cities and houses. And you only give 500 and then you say, oh God, uh, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know them anymore. I'm speaking in parables. For those of you who have ears, let them hear. Yes. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes. Never forget. Deuteronomy eight eighteen. He said, Thou thou shalt remember the Lord your God who gives you what? The power to get wealth. You see, many people are ungrateful when they eat and they are full. You see, when they are hungry, when they are hungry, and you are giving them food, and the food is in their mouth, they say, oh, you are my boss. Mm, you are the boss. Mm, you are a good pastor. Oh, you, you are a yes, good pastor. Oh, pastor. Mm, pastor. Mm. pastor. There's nobody like you. Mm, mm, mm. Pastor. <laughs> pastor. <laughs> but after they have eaten the food, they forget what God has done for them. Let's not forget what God has done for us. Amen. Amen. Are you getting something out of this? Next one. If it is a death situation, Psalm, Psalm 118 verse 14 to 17, it says the Lord is my strength and my song and he has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. Verse 16. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. Verse 17. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. I shall not die, but live to declare what? The glory of the Lord. Psalm 91 verse 16, it says, With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. So understand what to say at the right time. When death and life issue knock on your door, don't speak death. Speak life. If you need a husband or wife, Say amen to that. Amen. I know some of you don't need husband or wife, but some of the people who need it, amen. say amen to help amen. them. If you need a husband or wife, Proverbs eighteen twenty-two. It says, Whosoever findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, and obtains favor from the Lord. It's the same. Whosoever finds a husband, finds a good thing, and obtains what favor from the Lord. If you need wealth and riches, do you need some wealth and riches? If you need wealth and riches, Psalm 112 verse 3, it says wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endured forever. That means the wealth in this house shall never finish. Say amen to that. So, if you need wealth and riches, what do you say? Wealth and riches are where? in my house. Amen. If you need children, say amen. amen. If you need children, Psalm one, two, seven, verse three to five. It says, "Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. As arrows are in the hands of a mighty man, so are the children of the youth. Happy is the man." who has his quiver full of them, they shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Say amen to that. Say amen to that. So if you need children, you don't say, oh, like Sarah, when is this going to be? Declare it. Your womb is not dead. The word of God is in you. The living word of God is in you. Your womb cannot be dead. If it is a generational curse, what do you declare? Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So you start telling the devil, listen, Jesus took my generational curse. Jesus took it. Now I am walking in generational blessing. Say amen to that. Last one. Last one. Remember, you'll eat what you you say today, tomorrow. You will eat what you say today, tomorrow. Second Kings chapter seven, verse one. Elisha said, tomorrow about this time. Tomorrow about this time. A corn of wheat shall be sold for a shekel." So, as a prophet and as a prophetess, you must declare what you want to say tomorrow. Yes. You'll eat what you say Today, tomorrow. So what are you saying? When you speak it, you will see it. I said when you speak it, you will what? See it. When you speak it, you will what? See it. When you speak it, you will what? See it. David said to Goliath, I'll cut off your head and give it to the carcasses, the birds of the air. And what happened? David saw what he said. Listen, this is how the language of faith operates in this kingdom. It's not a communicative language. It's a creative language. So be careful what you say. If you can't eat it, don't cook it. If you can't eat it, don't cook it. And in this kingdom, there are no ifs there are no ifs and there are no buts. Everything you say you'll eat. So be careful what you say. Now God told me that this is the bridging gap in this church for this message. God said to me this is the message. This is the bridging gap. For all the time I've been teaching on faith he said this is the reason why the people are not seeing the manifestation of their faith and have you noticed what God has done within this short weeks when I started teaching this we have started seeing testimonies of houses testimonies of promotions testimonies that don't make sense God said to me, this is the bridge to move them from where they are to where they want to be. So I have given you the bridge. Now everything I've taught in this church now will work for you. Because now you see how the, the realm of faith operates. It operates on speaking. We summon, we call for those things which be not as do they were. Now it's time for us to eat the good of the land. Amen. It's time for us to eat some good stuff. Amen. It's time for us to live in some good stuff. Yes. I said it's time for us to drive some good stuff. Yes. Now don't envy what I drive. That's right. That's what don't envy where I live. Yes. Like I said, not long from now, one of you is coming to me with a Mercedes Benz. Yes. I said, Pastor, this is a free Mac for you. Yes. And not only that, one of you is coming very soon with a, a guinea. How many of you know what a guinea is? Yes. Yeah. We don't call their full name now. We don't say Lambo. <laughs> praise God. Lambo. <laughs> now I'm not saying guinea pig. Don't bring me a guinea pig. Praise God. <laughs> Somebody say, Pastor said guinea. So maybe it's a guinea pig. No, not a guinea pig. I'm talking about a Lambo. You, you, got, you got what I'm saying now. Talking about Lambo. Before I say, Pastor, I brought the Lambo. I said, the Guinea? Okay, give me the keys. Praise God. Let me drive my stuff. Are you getting what I'm saying? Listen, it will not cost you anything to start declaring and creating what you want. The worst the devil can do is use people to criticize you. And I see this church walking in wealth yeah. Amen. men and women in this church will walk in gold like dust Amen. the days of Solomon will be recreated Amen. a thousand times more right. will walk in gold like dust Amen. I'm telling you Amen. but make sure you develop a thick skin because people are going to criticize you when they criticize you, that's not the time to go and reply to them. They don't know what you went through. They don't know your story. All they see is your glory. But don't let them tamper with your glory. God God will change your story. I said God will change your story. I said God will change your story. And you will walk in the blessing. In the name of Jesus. Did you receive it? (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.